Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Bridge Teaching Podcast. We hope that the messages you hear are both uplifting and challenging. And now, welcome to the Bridge. But yeah, anyways, guys, my name is Jackson. I don't yet know you. Uh, I want to know you, so don't leave without just introducing yourself to myself or one of the leaders. Um, incredibly special night. So um, Greg and Brian and Katie, if you guys could just help bring some chairs up the stage. And tonight is senior night. Because exciting for the seniors who have graduated, they're moving on into God's calling for their life. Um, and they're already in God's calling, uh, but they are going to go and, and make an incredible transition in their life. So um, I want to take some time to hear from them and talk with them, right? So we're going to get them warmed up with some questions. You're going to hear about just how the Lord has used this community to shape them, their testimonies, uh, how God is speaking to them today. And then, um, man, depending on how much time we have, there will be some time for you guys to ask questions, right? So don't leave them hanging. Seniors, are you, are you guys cool? You, or, I'm not even going to ask them. You guys just be ready to have questions at the end. So, you, so, so guys, clap for the seniors as they walk up and they, they take these seats right here. Um, yeah, so, so special evening. These are always beautiful times. So you guys, like, I brag about you guys. I gush over you guys, how you're such good students. Just like you show me honor when I'm teaching and you guys just listen so good and, and don't talk. Um, while, while I'm teaching, like, can you guys just please extend them the same honor? Because, I don't know, you guys aren't public speaking all the time. This is kind of nerve-wracking, right? Is that fair to say? All right, sure enough. So, Josh, I'm actually going to make you go first because Scott find, found out about this 10 minutes ago. I'm so sorry. I love you, man. I forgot you're, like, leaving in, like, 10 days. So, so Josh, you're going to kick us off. The questions will be there for you on the screen as we go through it, right? So, so you can reference back to that. And you guys just speak from your heart. I'm going to sit next to you and just maybe, maybe make you guys unpack a little more if I know there's a good story or something like that. Okay, so, so can I throw you to the wolves, make you go first, bro? Okay, guys, cool. So please clap for Josh as he gets us started tonight. All right, I'm uh, Joshua. I started coming to youth group when I was in seventh grade. Uh, I'm graduating from Covenant Christian School, and my plan is to take an EMT class at Eastern Florida, and then eventually try to become a firefighter. Um, I'm Elizabeth, and I started coming to the youth group a lot um, starting in December for the Christmas party, and then just kind of went on from there. I also graduated from Covenant, and I plan on going to Eastern Florida in the fall get my AA degree and eventually major in computer science or software engineering. And I would also like to volunteer at Live Action as a advocate and an ambassador. And that's basically a pro-life organization. Hello, my name is Daniel. Uh, I've been going to the youth group. I don't really know how to answer that. because I mean, I went a little bit because I want, I would come here when I'd visit family uh, since like 10th grade, but I didn't really start going until when I moved here in March of last year. So yeah, um, I am graduating from homeschool, I guess. <laughs> uh, after, after this, I'm planning on going to FSU to get a finance degree or economics, not sure which one, but the end goal is to go into law enforcement. I just want the degree as a backup since I'm getting scholarships anyways. I figured I might as well go. So, uh, yeah. 
My name is Scott. I've been coming here for like two years now because of Nathan. I don't know where he is, but shout out to Nathan. Um, I graduated from homeschool, I guess, same as Daniel. Woohoo! Go homeschoolers. Um, I'm moving in like 10 to 15 days down to Jupiter to sell real estate. College just isn't my thing. I almost have my A at Eastern Florida, but I don't know if you even know if I'm going to finish that. I'm going straight into my career. So, woohoo! All right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll share this with them in the meantime. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Candice. You guys can clap for Candice for helping out. You just put it right on the ground there. Yeah, so strong. She really, she put that there the whole time. She's been working out. She just wants to show you guys. So that's good. Yeah, so swell. So good. Cool. Um, awesome. Let's just keep it moving, guys. Um, so we got a couple pairs going on, a couple Covenant graduates and a couple homeschool graduates. So how many, who's a junior going into their senior year in this room? Uh, my favorite Bible verse is Isaiah forty-one thirteen, and that's uh, "Fear not, for man, I'm forgetting it because I'm on stage." Yeah, fear not, for I'm with you. Don't be dismayed, from your God. No, it's different. <laughs> um, I think it's cool. "Fear not, for I, the Lord your God, will take you by your right hand, yeah. saying to you, Fear not, for I will help you." And um, that's my favorite just because there's a lot of, like, uncertainty uncertainty in life. And especially because I graduated, like, I, was, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do after high school for a while. And that verse really just kind of gave me peace, I guess. Praise the Lord. Thank you. That's good. Um, my favorite Bible verse is Revelation 21.4 which says, and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death no, or sorrow or crying or pain. All those things will be gone forever. And honestly, it just gives me a lot of hope, like to know that my pain is temporary and that eventually like, I'll be up in heaven and there will be no pain. And I can't really explain how it makes me feel, but it just, I'm hopeful. That's all. My favorite Bible verse is Galatians 2.20. And it says, for I am, I've been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live for the Son of God, uh, who loved me and gave himself for me. Glad I brought this with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's my favorite because it, shows, it represents like how like our lives are a reflection of Christ and how... Uh, the whole meaning and purpose for our life is to live out our lives because of the sacrifice of Christ. As disappointing as this may sound, I don't have a favorite, and I was told about this 10 minutes ago, so I don't really have one. Don't know it. That's right. That's good. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Um, so, yeah, so we'll, just, we'll just keep going through. So, so kind of the next one for me, my room. Um, yeah, you guys should share your brief testimony, and man, as it says in Revelation, um, that, that, that blesses us. 
And that's how we overcome Satan, is by speaking our testimony into the air. So it's powerful. Um, and, and you guys don't have to go into like this 20-minute long thing. But go as long as like the, the Spirit allows you to. And um, just, just this is a vulnerable thing. So for some people, this is our first time sharing it. But we think this is so important to share it on senior night so we get into practice of doing it. So um, Josh, once again, you're kicking us off, bro. Um, I'd say the first time that I clearly like felt God would be at a passion camp in 2018. It wasn't, wasn't in service for me. Well. No, I'm just kidding. It's good. Passion camp was shit. I love it. Yeah, so before that, I felt like it was kind of, I don't know, I guess that would be the first time that I really just felt the spirit. Like before that, it'd be kind of like coming to youth group, like to see your friends or even because like my parents would make me. But I feel like from then on, it was kind of like I wanted to come to youth group and it was kind of, it was more my relationship with God. Yeah, you, you can keep going or, or... Okay. Um, something similar, like three or four years ago, I went to like another youth groups thing and that was in Orlando, I think. Anyway, so before that, it was just kind of like mediocre. Like I didn't really have a relationship with God that much. Honestly, didn't care. But, but after that, so it was during like a worship seminar, like at the very last day of the retreat and like honestly couldn't tell you any of the songs because I was just like sobbing I didn't even know I was sobbing until like the end and all of my mascara was just like gone anyway so basically God was just telling me that I'm forgiven for everything and not only am I forgiven but I have to forgive other people as well and then myself included because that was a big thing I was just like so angry at myself for like sinning and just like feeling guilty, but he told me that I have to forgive myself because he already forgave me. And another thing he told me was that just even because I can't, like, notice him working, like, he's still working, like the song goes or whatever. Um, but, yeah, those two things, like, changed my life because now that's, like, how I live, that um, forgiving people is really important because how can we as Christians say that God forgives us and, like, died on the cross for us if we're not willing to forgive other people who hurt us or ourselves. So that's it. So uh, for me, it's probably pretty similar to a lot of you. I grew up in church my whole life. I was saved when I was pretty young. And, I mean, at that point, you don't really have much experience or understanding. Not that I do have a whole lot now, but, (laughs) you know. And so uh, I've... I've struggled with different sins and struggles throughout my life and still struggle with them. And so I'll touch base on that later, but yeah. I've never really had an epiphany moment of where I've accepted Jesus as my savior, but I've always grown up in the church and it's always been that I just live a Christ life. But the fact that it hasn't been like shown to me yet, I'm just still waiting. I still try to pursue a godly life, but there's always struggles. Like Daniel said, I struggle with certain sins, and those sins are still a part of me, and I'm trying my best, but it's not always easy, 
and I think it's going to be really hard once I move down south because I won't have a group like all of you guys to come relax with and share my faith, but I'm hoping to stay strong while I'm down there and pursue God and show that my coworkers and bosses what it would be like to live a godly life, and hopefully I can continue to do that while I'm down there. So, so you're leaving in how many days? Tents. Like, Scott's leaving soon to go be a realtor in West Palm. And, uh, man, something that I'm so excited about that I want to keep doing for you guys is, man, we don't just send you out and tell you to go figure out, figure it out, right? Like, like we have connections all over the state, and if we don't, like, know someone down there, we get into, like, like me or Brian or Tara or Katie, we're going to know somebody in some city that's going to find you guys a solid church. So, so with these guys, like, Wherever they're going, if they're staying or going, we're ensuring that they're taking that next step. And I was just at y'all's graduation at Covenant, and one of the things um, the class master said that was so good is that before you fill up your refrigerator and your little mini fridge you have, right, uh, before uh, you make sure he, – he referenced cable television, and he was kind of an older dude, so no one really, like, like, rocks that anymore maybe as much. But he's like, before you set up all your electronics and things, you go and find a good church and get plugged in. And I thought that was so good. You know, because if we don't do that quickly, like, like we're in dangerous territory. So we love that for you guys is, is making sure we're going to help you do that. We don't send you out to figure out, is the doctrine good or is there a place close to you? Like, like for all you guys and you guys coming forward is, is man, we, we're part of that process with you. And just when you graduate, it's not like we don't talk anymore. Like we're always here for each other in that way. So, Josh, if you don't mind um, just taking us into the next part here, bro. Um, I'd say just having like a place to come like every week and on Sunday where like you have good Christian friends really just helped my walk with God grow because then um, probably my best friend uh, Tyler I've known him for, since I started going here um, like I've always gone to youth group with him and he's always been a great accountability partner and yeah, he's just helped my walk with God grow, and he helps me with, like, questions and things like that. And then also, like, the leaders here, too. Like, the leaders always have always been there, like, praying for me. And even when I don't ask, like, I know they're, they're still praying for all of us. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, this might sound pretty generic, but it's real feelings. So... Growing up in a, like a Christian school, um, knowing that my teachers are there for me, and then like having that relationship with my teachers really helped me a lot. Because maybe instead of like learning AP Biology for a day, we would just sit and chat and not talk about biology whatsoever. But our teachers just really helped us like talk with the life stuff. I don't know, and just asking those questions that you wouldn't normally be able to ask in like a public school. And just knowing that all the teachers and all the staff and, like, people I don't even know are praying for me is just kind of, like, refreshing almost. And it just shows how much they care. And that really helped me in my walk with Christ. So uh, for me, I've lived in three different places within my high school four years. And so uh, it's been awesome to be able to get rooted and grounded in a strong community of believers in each different place and uh, to have people to grow with and walk with and to have leaders above you to encourage you and uh, fill you up when you need it. And so 
yeah, it's just been, it's been a good experience being in different youth groups. So I think we all have like good and bad friends who are good influences, bad influences. And one of my best friends, Zach, none of you know him, he's way older than me. Um, he's an atheist and it's always been really hard for me to relate with him on a faith base because he's always playing the devil's advocate. Well, evolution is true, blah, blah, blah. And we get in long arguments and it's just hard to relate with one of your best friends who you've known for um, like five years now. And I've lived all over the country, so five years is probably the longest friendship I've ever had. So that's always been a struggle for me. And when I met Nathan at a homeschool dance two years ago, him and Lawson have changed my life dramatically. They've been a great influence to me. Shout out to Nathan and Lawson, wherever he is. Um, but they've been a great influence. I can always relate to them. We always hold ourselves accountable in temptations. And we have this group chat on iMessage, and we always text in the group chat when we have a temptation, and we always inspire each other to resist it in any way possible. And it's always been super, I've always been super thankful to have them in my life, and I look forward to our relationships in the future. Community is critical, you know? Like, it's so rad, you know, just hearing you guys say how that, that's, that's helped you and that's shaped you. And, you know, I always give you guys the example of, like, you know, with some friends, you know, like when you go to the gym, you know, you're kind of like, ah, oh, let's, let's not work out too hard. Let's, let's spend more time building our music playlist than we actually do lifting weights. And then there's sometimes you actually go and get CrossFit. Like music's blasting and, and you're for 25 minutes singing out hard, you get your heart rate going. And it's just like you're really getting after it. And there's, so there's some people we're going to pursue God wholeheartedly with and there's some that are really going to hold us back. And that's, it's critical that we stay together as a family um, and, and keep moving in that body of Christ that he wants us to. So then, thanks for speaking on that, guys. So um, if you don't mind, Connor, just pull up the next one, man. And uh, Josh, if you could kick, kick off, like, what do you wish you knew when you were in eighth grade? So we have students moving up very soon um, into ninth grade, and there's some students here who are actively in ninth grade going into tenth. So what is a, a parting word of wisdom you can give those guys? And then for all of us, even, even as someone going into senior year, maybe they could use it too. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back to you. Okay. I have, like, two things to say, because I wish I knew this a lot. It would have saved me a lot of arguments and a lot of trouble. So one thing, learn how to keep your mouth shut. Um, probably could have saved me several arguments. Like, is it really, do you really need to say that? Probably not. Um, I know I am very vocal when it comes to that stuff. So that's probably not good. Anyway. So do you need to say it, and then, like, how will this, like, affect friendships? Um, what was my other thing? Hmm. Oh, yeah, don't care what people think of you, because, honestly, probably will not know them in, like, 20 years, honestly. So, like, wear what you want to wear. It makes you confident. Um, do what you want to do with regards, honestly. But, like, just be you, bro. Because, like, I missed out on so many opportunities that I could have had fun, and, like, just because I thought someone would think I was stupid. But, like, who cares what they think? Yeah. So uh, my word of advice would, might be kind of long. But uh, it starts, I mean, I think we're all kind of born with this, like, void in our heart. And it's meant to be filled with God. But uh, instead, we try to 
fill it with different things like money and sin and different pleasures and stuff. And uh, we think that that will satisfy us more than God, and we're drawn away from God because of that. And uh, eventually, you know, you realize this stuff doesn't really bring me joy and it doesn't make me happy. And so you want to draw near to God. But, uh, you know, you, sometimes you try to beat the temptations on your own and you try to work really hard and do all that stuff. But the truth is you're not, I mean, you're not going to be able to do it. But apart from God, you can't, you can't beat it. And I don't know, there's something about seeking God and praying and being in the word that really just draws you away from the temptation and to God. Like, once you have all your focus on him, like, it's like you have blinders up and you don't even see uh, the different sin around you. And so I guess it's just, like, you know, if, if you can set your focus on God and be in the word and pray, then you won't even be drawn to the sin and pleasure and all that. And um, I, guess that's, I guess that's why the Bible refers to, or it says that the Bible is a sword, because it's like a weapon that you use to fight sin. And, you know, if you're in the word, meditating on it, then it'll help you to uh, beat sin. And I'm a big fan of music, so I figured I'd end with the lyrics from one of my favorite songs. It's, I don't know, I guess you, most of you have heard it. It's Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And it's, uh, turn your eyes upon Jesus, <laughs> turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It'll be very hard to one-up that, so good job. Um, what I wish I knew when I was in eighth grade, well, I wish I knew Bitcoin was going to hit 60,000, but <laughs> um, I guess what she said where you shouldn't care what people think. I've missed so many opportunities like you, many people have of where you care what people think, and I think that if you realize, like, social media gives you a lot of attention, and the more attention you get, the more you want. It's like a drug, and that gives you a short-term satisfaction, and it's, I think, a very toxic, um, I don't know, satisfaction, I guess. And that's always led me to think, oh, yeah, I want more of that, and I want more of that. And the more I get, the more unsatisfied I am. And I think I wish I knew that that doesn't matter. Social media doesn't define you. What people say about you doesn't define who you are. Your identity is within Christ. And I wish I knew that then, and I wish I could implement that more now because I'm still struggling with that. It's still a hard thing in my life. And another point is a work ethic. I wish I had a better work ethic now than I, or I, I wish I knew what a work ethic was when I was in eighth grade. I, ha, I, I think I have a pretty good work ethic now, but if I knew how to implement a work ethic when I was in eighth grade, I'd be much farther along in not only my social life, but also in my life with Christ. If I put in the work to read the Bible in the morning, if I put in the work to spend 10 minutes a day just thinking about Christ and meditating on him, I think I'd be much farther along in my walk with Christ and in my regular life as well. Um, so I wish that I would have gone on more of the, like, mission trips and outreaches that we have here, 
And I feel like some of the reasons for that was just kind of like, oh, it's too much money, mm -hmm. but right, right. they always say like, don't let money keep you from going on trips. And that's, that's so true. Mm -hmm. Just because if, if it's God's will for you to go on a trip and be with the youth group and like reach people through Christ, like he's gonna make it happen no matter what. And then another thing would be to um, like build relationships with the leaders like kind of have that discipleship because like there there are those sins where it's like those sins that you're just kind of like you don't want to tell anybody about and they're just kind of in the back like behind everything else and you're like there's no way I'm telling anybody about this but like reaching out to a leader or having that accountability partner is just so important for that because some stuff you want to keep like locked away is just not good. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Thank you. So here's my question. I think that when you guys get into junior year and then senior year, what is the question that everyone's asking you guys right now? I got it. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, what do you wanna what do you wanna do? Or what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you guys tired after of high it? school? Or you don't care? Are you, are, you, are you guys getting that now? So what are you going to do? What are you going to be? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right? There's pressure there, right? Like, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. I don't, like, like, my sister told me to do it when I was, like, 10. I was like, yeah, cool, I'll do that, right? And then I just did it, and it worked out pretty well for me at first, right? Um, but, you know, I felt that pressure after I graduated from nursing school and I had to take the boards. I got the boards, take the boards, take the boards, pass boards. And I was super scared, so I waited a long time. And the question drove me crazy, right? It was really stressful on me, right? And then I finally passed. I respond to this question that I'm getting a thousand times, right? Because with it, I think comes a certain amount of pressure, maybe just to say something just to sound impressive, right? So how did you guys work through that process of discovering my calling? What should I do? This is confusing. Um, and maybe you're still working through that, and that's completely okay. But if you guys could just fill us in on, on where you're at with that and, and how you arrive there, and then I'll let you, one of you guys ask the next question, okay? And one of you guys can go, all of you guys can go, whatever you want to do. I would say I'm struggling with this right now, like, and I'm graduated, so like, it's kind of like a lot of pressure. <laughs> so I've been people telling me that, hey, you want a career that's gonna like make you money, and you know that's great, but like, I have a real passion for like the pro-life organization and advocating for like unborn lives, and that might not bring in the most money, but like, it's something I'm passionate about and something that God has laid on my heart. So just don't be afraid to like say that because I know like a lot of some parents might be like you need to make money but no you need to go do what God wants you to do and it's just like really conflicting because like if God gives you a passion you're going to know that passion and like you'll figure out some way and he's going to help you find some way to like do that yeah very good. Next. I guess I'll kind of just piggyback off of that I had just prayed that God would give me a passion and something that, like, I would really feel drawn to and care about, and so, yeah. Uh, I still don't know what I want to do, and I'm just, I just, six months ago, no idea, and then this real estate thing popped up from my good friend's dad, so he offered me 
to call this brokerage down south and recommend me. And I was like, uh, okay. So he did. And they hired me on the spot. They liked my interview. It wasn't really an interview. It was just kind of a conversation. But it worked out. So now I'm moving down south. Still don't know what I want to do. If I'm going to make this my long-term career or short-term, like, five- to ten-year career. And then see what I want to do after. But right now, that's my plan. So if you're struggling with trying to figure out what you want to do, uh, at least do something. Don't do nothing. And then you might find your calling while on that path. What was the original question? Would, would just like, like, how did you arrive at the conclusion? Okay, this is what I'm going to do right now. Um, I feel like at the beginning there was some stuff where I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to do that. Like, I don't know, like science and teacher, being a teacher, I was like, I don't want to be a teacher, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and then there's some stuff where you're like, I, I think I'll do that. And then as time goes by, you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. So there's definitely a lot of like, um, like I don't know I don't know how to say it. A lot of back and forth. Yeah, a lot of back and forth for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Cool. Well, I'll I'll, I'll add some more at the end of that. Um, excellent answers. I thank you guys so much. Um, all right. So so can I throw this to you guys? Does anyone have a question? Yeah, Alex, what do you got? You guys get that? They're on the spot, so give them a minute to think. That's good. That's a good question. Challenge you guys overcame or a great accomplishment for the Lord? Um, like piggybacking off of like what I said about my testimony is like forgiving people. Because like a lot of people have hurt me. And I've, like, I know I've hurt a lot of people. And I was just kind of mad at myself. So, like, one thing I had to, like, really overcome is, like, understand that, like, I have to forgive people. Like, I might not want to. Like, I might still be mad at them. But, honestly, that's just hurting me. They probably don't care that they hurt me. But if I forgive them, then it's just kind of, like, a burden off my shoulders. And then if I forgive myself, it's just kind of, like, oh, now I don't have to feel bad about it. Because, like, God's already forgiven me. And that's just really important, especially for, like, mental health, too, as well. So that's something I overcome, overcame. Um, for me, I'd say being more patient with people and being patient with myself, like, um, just, like, my job, like, working with uh, non-Christians, kind of, like, um, I'd say, I don't know how that goes with patience, but yeah, just kind of like, just being more patient with people, like when people make mistakes or stuff like that, being like, don't worry about it, like, it's not that big of a deal, or or just being more patient with myself, like, because sometimes you'll just get into sin, and it'll be just like over and over, like, you keep doing the same sin, and you're like, why can't I get over this, Mm. but then you just got to be like, well, God, God's working in me. Yes. And it's, it'll be in his time. Dude, that's strong. Thank you. Thank you. That's good, Josh. <laughs> um, so I would say for me, it's probably growing in generosity because I've always, since I was little, I was always like 
obsessed with money, kind of like, like I'd be looking under all the different areas for like coins and stuff and <laughs> putting that in my piggy bank. But I don't know. I'd, I'm kind of naturally ingrained to like. Wait, did you buy Bitcoin in <laughs> No. <laughs> you can't. You can't really find uh, cryptocurrency under counters, but. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think God's been giving me a more generous heart uh, and being more willing to share with people because I haven't been in the past and um, and it's still a work in progress, but we're getting there. Uh, I think my biggest spiritual accomplishment is not judging people. I used to judge people so often, like I'd look at them and then just think in my mind, oh, they're not a good person. Then I actually talk to them and I'm like, oh, wait. That was very wrong. So over the past like year to six months, I would say, six months to a year, I've literally just stopped judging people. You can do what you want to do, and I'll talk to you if I want to talk to you, and we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, like, I'm not really one to talk. Um, probably still not one to talk, but if I could change the past, um, I'd probably just, like, talk to them. <laughs> um, like, when they ask, how's your day at school? Fine. I don't know. That just, like, actually talk to them. That's about it. Um, I'd say telling them when you're struggling with something or when you need help. Because okay. I feel like generally, like, when you're struggling with something or you need help with something, like, you don't usually go to your parents first. Mm. So. Yeah, it's very true. Daniel or Scott, which I think you guys feel good about that. Um, I would say showing my appreciation more for them because they do sacrifice a lot and give a lot, and I don't know that I really show and reflect that. So, um, I would say being more patient and not judging them because they know a lot more than I do, and you don't realize that when you're in eighth grade. You're like, oh, my parents are stupid. Um, <laughs> But they're really not, and they're there for you if you have good parents. I have really good parents, and I can really tell them anything, and they don't get mad at me. They don't say, oh, you're dumb. Why would you do that? They just sit down and talk to me, and I'm very lucky to have parents like that. And um, going off of what Daniel said, appreciating them more. If you appreciate your parents now, it'll greatly affect you in the future. So I think if you show your parents appreciation in eighth grade, it'll be much beneficial to you, or very beneficial to you when you're a senior graduating and you're leaving. Is this one? All right, cool. I'm going to switch over to this. Are you going to share right now? Oh, dude, dude, get up here, bro. Come and share right now. Guys, Nathan, Nathan's breaking the seal already, all right? 
So, so after you share, if you could just pray us into the moment too, okay? After? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Seniors, or, like I know all these seniors a lot. Yeah, hi guys. Um, Scott is one of my dearest friends. Daniel is my cousin, family. Joshua went to Tennessee with, bonded there. Dear friend of mine, Elizabeth is his girlfriend. Yep, that, there's my connection to them. Um, anyways, I just wanted to encourage you guys, kind of driving in something Jackson said, like who you are isn't like what you do, right? Who you are is who God made you to be, and that's his child. So press into God, and then everything else will work out. Just take it one step at a time. So yeah, so then I'm going to press into this moment. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, Awesome. Dude, thanks for being so quick to come up here, man. That was awesome. Good word. Yeah, so if you guys, if you come up here in this prayer time, and you got a word for the seniors, that's awesome what Nathan just did right? If you've, if God's revealed something to you in the scriptures and you're excited about it and you want to share that, that's what we do here too. Or right now, and the Spirit's going to tell you something to tell, tell all of us right now, okay? So if we could kick some Spotify over, let's just enter into some prayer time, okay? Cool. God, we love you. Holy Spirit, fill this place. We're listening to you, God, so speak. In the name we pray, amen. Hey guys, thanks so much for spending time with us. If you'd like to learn more about The Bridge, please follow us on Instagram at wearethebridge. Also, if you need prayer, send us a DM. Otherwise, tune in next time.